everybody. Welcome to another discussion episode of Flip Switch, the Bipolar and Depression Connection, brought to you by the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation. That's www.bpkids.org online. And if you hit backslash and then type in Flip Switch, you'll go right to our podcast. Awesome. Who is with me today? Ryan. What's happening, everyone? It's Ryan. And Ryan, we are going to continue with the roundtable goodness. Oh, yeah. In the previous days, our roundtable has talked about what they thought depression was. How it manifests. And, and uh, they talked about who they would tell. Yep. Now, I highly suggest that if you haven't listened to those, you go back. These are all college-age kids that we just sat down and we said, what do you think about this? Because the whole point is, you have to live in a world where some people have mood disorders and some don't, but they all have beliefs. And those beliefs tend to be very similar. Because society keeps sending us the same messages. So what do people think these days about depression? Do they know what depression is? Do they know what bipolar is? We're going to find that out later. But let's just jump right into it, and then we'll check back in at the end of this segment. Welcome to the Child and Adolescent Bipolar Foundation College Roundtable 2010. I'm Peter. I'm 18. I'm Melissa. I'm 20. I'm Amy Lynn. I'm 20. I'm Paul, I'm 19. I'm Terrence, I'm 18. I'm Alex, I'm 19. So we have 18 to 20. Now on a scale from 1 to 10, how likely would you be to actually tell somebody? 10 being the most likely? 10 being the most likely, yes. Straight out, tell them or? Tell them, I tell them at all. It would probably be a 5 for me. 5. Yeah, I like to handle stuff on my own most of the time. Right. Um, just because that's the type of person I am, but... Um, if necessary, then yes, I would go to someone, probably, like as Paul said, probably someone who I'm not uh, very close with, someone who would uh, view me as a person, but also see my case objectively. Depends how long it's been, I guess. Right. Okay. Would you want, let's say you have now been diagnosed with Let's say any. Let's say uh, let's say you have dysthymia. Is it? Does anybody know what dysthymia is? Okay, dysthymia is like uh, it's like low grade depression that you have all the time. It is almost like a personality. You will have it your entire life, pretty much. You're always sort of depressed, but not real depressed. Um, and that is called dysthymia. Let's say you are diagnosed with dysthymia. Would you want people to know that? No. You would not want people to lie. Because then they're more likely to put this label on you and just figure, you know, oh, that's so-and-so, they just always sort of depressed and, and just write it off as that. Because there's probably a chance, you know, you're still going to have good days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just tend to put that label, and so you're always that somewhat depressed person. Yeah, I agree with that because there is a, unfortunately, still... Even today, there's still a stigma with mental illness. So you don't want people, I wouldn't want people judging me because of that or telling them that and that being what they see instead of seeing me. But at the same time, um, I don't know if I would I would have the strength to do this, but at the same time, I feel like some people need to know. Not everyone in the world, you don't have to like broadcast it, but like some people would need to know all the information about you in order to make informed decisions. Like, you know, if you're messing up at work um, and is that a result of you not being a competent worker or is that a result of you're going through X, Y, and Z like 
maybe somebody needs to know. So, like, so it's tr it's tricky. Like, like maybe if you needed, you felt you needed special consideration, you'd have to inform. Yeah. I agree with Amy Lynn and Melissa. Uh, I agree that um, there is definitely a stigma attached. I, be I believe that there is definitely the caution of a label being thrown at you if you admit the truth. But I also had to disagree in the regard that um, at the same time you can see it from the flip side where if you're completely honest, that's when you'll probably start seeing who your closest friends are. When, the, when you see the people who are completely coming at you, forming, co forming a distinct coalition with you, and like just being there for you. And honesty is the best policy no matter what the outcome, so to speak. Because the, ultimately you will know who is real, who is not. And to me, that would, that would feel more healthy for me if I was in that situation. Yeah, I, I, I think I wouldn't tell people. I, I don't think I'd necessarily like, you know, stand on a mountain and broadcast it to the world. But, you know, that that condition is part of who you are. Right. I, I don't want to say it like defines you, but it's part of your character. And I don't think that a person should be ashamed of that. So if someone was to ask me, you know, are, are you depressed or something like that, I don't think that I would hesitate to tell them. Um, as everyone has been saying, I, I think there is a stigma attached to, to depression, um, but I think that it's your acts um, and what you actually do through that depression or, or through whatever condition that you have is that that's how people are going to uh, start defining you. Um, let, let's let's switch it really quickly and let me ask a question. Would you tell people if you had asthma? Or would you care if they knew? Why not? Everybody's shaking their head. That's why. <laughs> not now. <laughs> but I, I, I have asthma. And in middle school, me too. I didn't want. I didn't yeah. want to tell people. I have mild asthma. Well, we're all in class. <laughs> I didn't. Want I've to come out on the air. I have asthma. I've revealed my big secret. Okay. But I didn't want to tell people in middle school, especially like in gym class, because I don't know. Even like that was the reason why I couldn't finish the mile like under the certain time. You didn't want people. I didn't want people looking at me like, oh, she's the girl with asthma. Like we should, you know. You don't want people condescending or, or patronizing you. Do you still feel that way? No, but I'm I'm What's 20, you? so I don't. I I'm a little. I have a more of a sense of myself, and I'm a little more confident now. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, no matter what it is, like if it's asthma or if it's depression, if you when you first get it, it can be a little unnerving, and and you might have a sense of because it's a new identity, getting used to it, so you're vulnerable, and it can be hard because you. Like, like you said, I, I totally agree with you. You shouldn't feel ashamed. You shouldn't. Um, you should be able to tell everyone, and if they judge you, then they judge you. But I feel like that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be afraid at first. Like, are my parents going to look at me differently? Or are my friends going to not want to be my friends anymore? And yeah. I think it is very different, though. Like, it's. Also, I mean, asthma. I mean, obviously, it's very common. It's and it's. Well, I, mean, I guess it's more like a physical disorder as opposed to like a mental disorder and I feel like there's sort of this I guess like, like the way everybody's been using the stigma like attached to mental disorders why is that um I don't know I mean I guess it's I guess because mental disorders tend to have more well 
I guess they sort of break people away from the norm more than physical disorders do. Well, I mean, I guess it would depend on. Is it a question of, of, of uh, choice, so to speak? Well, no, it's not a choice. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, is it, is it really? Because I've heard many people say it is in fact a choice. Mental disorder. Sure. There's a huge, there's a huge contingent of people out there that say it's a choice. I think a lot of people say a lot of things. But <laughs> I, think a lot of, I think a lot of people don't have the information they need to be saying such things. Yeah, I don't think it's a choice. Um, people don't know as much about the mental disorders than they do about physical disorders. Yeah. Right. So the fact that they know more about physical stuff makes them less likely to stigmatize them? And actually, I think people, since they don't know as much about mental disorders, they might be more likely to assume that you can control it, and that you're just sort of playing, you're acting this role of the depressed person. Right. Um, whereas with asthma, you really can't act that. Right. You either have it or you don't. Um, right. Depression, I think it's not as clear-cut. Um, where you could, you could say, well, yeah, I'm clinically depressed, but... You know, somebody else could say, well, yeah, sure you are. I mean... So um, there's nothing, well, like, you can physically point to that yeah. it's, like, a definitive, unlike asthma. I don't agree with that. I mean, okay. I think... I think... I think part of the reason that there is still such a stigma with mental illnesses um, is because people don't have a lot of information. And, like, something that was said earlier, that asthma is more common, or physical things are more common. Well, depression is very common, and, like more common than people think. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that people who suffer from depression or suffer from mental illnesses are hesitant to say that they have these things. So people, you know, people don't know that maybe their coworker or whoever they sit next to in church or like whoever, Joe Blow the Eskimo, <laughs> might, might suffer from depression. So they just assume that things like this aren't as common. But I think if people knew how common it was, they'd realize that maybe it was... Like, and I'm, I'm totally not trying yeah, to attack no. you. I'm just saying I think that's something that causes it to have more of a stigma, just the lack of knowledge and information. I think it's very common, like, for sure. I mean, it's... I mean, just people don't know, like you said. And I think that's maybe part of the problem, um, is that... And that it is... I mean, it is sort of... Well, I mean, I don't want to say, like, it's not, it's not subjective, but it's... It's not like as defined. Um, as far as I mean, even if it is defined, people don't know it is. Mm -hmm. So, people understand the physical illnesses more. Whereas, like with asthma, they understand there's like medical proof. Okay, this person has asthma. They can't just be like, okay, breathe better. Come on, yeah, do it. Right. Whereas with depression, there's no actual physical, you know, one way to know whether this person has depression or not, and everybody feels like, oh, well, I felt, you know, I felt sad and depressed before, just pull your bootstraps up and you'll be fine. And, <laughs> you know, they, they don't... Don't give me an excuse yeah. thing. That's yeah. just an excuse what you're doing. Exactly. That's, you know, oh, I've been there and I'm out of, you're, I'm, I can be fine, you just get over it. Bill and Gates so. could be a billionaire, why can't you, right? Right, exactly. what Amy Lynn's getting at is that, like, if you want to psychoanalyze it, that uh, a lot of times... Uh, mental depression or mental disorders is used as like an indication of weakness and because societies uh, mainly establish themselves particularly American society establishes itself by what it is not it, it says that like mental healthness or healthiness is like the norm and like that any differenti differentiation or deviation is like corruption or like weakness it's like you're abnormal it's like you're an outlier so well, so good a physical thing though Hmm? Yeah. It's not kind of physical thing. I mean, yes. but 
But I see what you're saying, though. I mean, like, I, I think what you're saying is in, in your, and what you're saying is on the physical stuff, you know, they, control, but right. I mean, it's, everybody sees the mental thing as it's just an excuse, or it's more likely an excuse, and you want us to give you a break and instead of getting point yourself up by the bootstraps. It's like okay. there's no room for, like, difference. It's like everybody has to be the same. I feel like with, as far as, like, diagnosing or something like that, I mean, like a physical thing, like if you're missing a leg, you can't, you know, I mean, that... Grow you know, a new one. Yeah, I mean, it's... <laughs> but, like, at the same time, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, that's okay. But Go at the same time, there are some physical, like... Things that are not as well. Like, things, yeah. Or there are things that, like, there isn't a specific test. You can't, like, go get a blood test and say, oh, you have this. There are things that doctors are like, okay, you have all of these symptoms. You, we believe we're going to diagnose you with this. That goes for physical and mental, like... I don't know if this is true for lupus, but I feel like it's for lupus. Lupus, a disease. People, like, understand it for the most part. But, like, you can't go get a blood test and say, oh, I have lupus. You see these different signs. And I think the same, I think if people thought about that, they'd realize that it was the same for mental disorders. Wow, that was a long one. Yeah, that was long. What, what did you think? They had two fundamental opinions. One was... I would tell people, and I don't care what they think about me because it's part of me. And then the other was, I don't know, it's it's rough to show people your weaknesses. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, those are pretty much the two sides that they took. I would tend to side with the people that said it would be difficult to tell people right. what's going on. Right. I mean, it's hard to tell anybody something's wrong with you. Right. It'd be one thing if it's wrong with someone else. That's easy to tell people. But if you have to go and go, I am deficient in some way is basically what you're saying i am not i am not what i would like to be yeah or i am something that can cause a problem sometimes that's hard to deal with that's hard to deal with in your own life and then you're saying hey i don't even know if you like me as a normal person but now do you like me yeah do you want to put up with me that type of thing that's rough i, mean, I, put, I don't know you're putting a lot at risk when you throw that information well what about what that uh, i think it was terrence who said you're right a lot of people will treat you badly or poorly because of that but the people remaining will be the real people the people who care about you and who are understanding those are the people you want around yeah but then i think you have to you still have to take into account well what if no one's left standing there that i think that's the ultimate fear what if i tell and everybody goes (laughs) i'm out of here i want to know which is funny because people say the exact opposite I, i would never do that my friend told me they were depressed i would Blah, blah, blah. But we know from research that people tend to slowly pull away from depressed people yep. because they are afraid of themselves becoming kind of depressed and they kind of feel it pulling them down. So it's not an easy question. There is no easy. I know people who have bipolar disorder. I know people who are depressed right now who don't want anybody to know. They keep it as quiet as possible. And very intelligent, smart, thoughtful people who, when I found out that they had these issues, I was like, so? Because I, I, I agree with what the, uh, the guy said. It's your actions that matter. Yeah. Uh, but I have surrounded myself with people who have certain disorders. That's the world I will go in, and I'm, so, I'm used to it. So people who aren't used to it, I can see why that might freak them out a little bit. Yeah. Because especially if you don't know what it is or you have just a passing knowledge bipolar disorder is that the thing where people sometimes end up in the hospital so wait a minute you're this nice person you're, are you going to flip out one day yeah that's that's kind of what maybe thing so uh, i know that that's it, it's a little bit more than that but the average person might not it's no clear-cut answer to it stigma is one of the hardest things to deal with 
I think in the end, the one thing I heard that was hopeful was that people said, I think people just don't know enough. Well, if that's true, what's the answer? Make people more, know more. Yeah. Teach them more. Good idea. Okay, guys, we will be back tomorrow. Remember, flipswitch at bpkids.org, www.bpkids.org, backslash flipswitch. Leave a comment on this episode on the blog. I've got a blog this week where I reveal how I'm dealing with my sleep deficits. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sleep bad person or something. <laughs> okay. So, and you can comment on one of the other co-hosts' blogs. We will talk to you later, guys.